Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Episode number 283, Drinking to Your Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell was your week? Um, I just took a picture. I'm going to post it to social media here in a minute. Of my El Himador 750 mil bottle turned upside down into my glass to literally get the last drop <laughs> out of the bottle into this marg, into this margarita. Um, and when making this margarita, I did feel a little guilty. I uh, I had my little cheat day on Friday. I'm like, all right, I get one a week. That's fine. And then Saturday, I make it through 80% of the day, and then the, t the rest, the 20% left, I started eating like shit. I had like three honey buns, people. <laughs> That's not a way to diet. Uh, and then today, like I said, I feel guilty because I'm, you know, I, I don't do an actual margarita instead of sweet and sour. You know, I'll do triple sec sweet and sour. I mean, uh, triple sec tequila and Sprite in place of sweet and sour. I mean, you know Sprite's not on a diet. There's no Sprite diet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I kind of fucked myself already today on my diet. Um, thank God I'm out of honey buns. I ate the last three last night, the first three on Friday night. Um, so fuck it. Uh, you know, calories don't count on Fridays, Saturdays, or Sundays. I, I heard somebody online say that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure some... You know, Jim Rat, <clears throat> nutritional expert, said that. I'm pretty sure. Oh God! Now I'm getting into into this realm. I can't stop seeing that fucking guy in my face. He's like haunting my dreams. Like every time I close, are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Oh God! I can't get his stupid fucking bird face out of my head. But it's fun. I keep saying it though. I keep, I'm calling him stupid. But it's addictive. <laughs> I can't have a normal conversation anymore. Somebody tries to make one point in a conversation, and you just, you sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? Oh God! Why is that so addicting? It's it's either that or the, for the past fucking month, dude. If you haven't seen this, you got to go check it out. Um, it, it's Jim Brewer. He used to be on SNL. Uh, I guess his most famous <laughs> character was Goat Boy. Do you guys remember Goat Boy? He was like pretty much, you know, pretty much a human. <laughs> but he had like goat tendencies, <laughs> I guess you could say. It was pretty, pretty funny. Um, so anyway, Jim Brewer, the comedian, was on, uh, was on Howard Stern. And I guess they were asking him, you know, do you ever party with any rock stars or, you know, anybody you just, you know, Jim Brewer is just such a nice, humble, um, smart guy. So nice, so humble. He's like, well, I get really starstruck by anyone, you know, he's like, I, I you know, it doesn't, it doesn't take much for me and I'm starstruck, which is really like a wholesome, it kind of made me like him even more because it's like, he's, he's kind of like me. You know, if I see any level of... I remember one time I was waiting in line at Disney World and I saw fucking Drew Carey. <laughs> and I was I was starstruck for Drew Carey. Um, that's, I mean, <laughs> in the realm of people to be starstruck over, Drew Carey is not... So I get it. 
I get it. Um, which, you know, just adds to his charm a little bit more. But anyway, the clip is uh, him on Howard Stern, and they're asking him if they if he hangs out with any rock stars, and he tells this story about Lars. And <clears throat> basically, they get into a cab to, you know, go to one of the various clubs they're going to go to that night, you know, and uh, and they find a fucking a backpack. They, well, they call it a knapsack. He calls it a knapsack, you know, and he's like, oh, this poor fucking kid. He's got all his books in there. It's probably $200 worth of books, you know, his homework, whatever, assignments, all this shit. So, I, you know, we get into the cab. It's it's in there. And I, you know, I, I make it a point to just hold on to the, the knapsack, you know. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to fucking give, you know, figure out who this kid is, send it to him somehow the next day. So he has his, you know, his fucking expensive ass books, his homework assignments, whatever. And he says this rubs Lars the wrong way, you know, because he's like doing a good deed in a sense. And, you know, that this, this just adds to Jim Brewer just being a good dude, you know, just not not too wrapped up in himself, just a humble, I get starstruck still, oh, here's some poor kid's knapsack with his homework in it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to it for him, well, he says this rubs Lars the wrong way, but dude, his Lars impression is fucking spot on, first off, spot on, and second off, it's, it's just hilarious, dude, like, he nails it, so it, it rubs Lars the wrong way, <laughs> that he's doing such a good deed. You know, Lars, I guess, is just a, you know, rock and roll. That's not punk or that's not rock and roll to, you know, I guess, care about somebody else's well-being. So it pisses him off throughout the night. <laughs> and the way Jim Brewer tells it, he's like, the fucking knapsack. Get rid of that fucking knapsack. Oh, uh, and dude, I just, I couldn't stop. Like walking around, my, my, my neighbors probably think I'm insane, to be honest with you. I'm laughing my ass off. I mean, this isn't just a, a one-off experience. This, this continuously kept happening because it was so damn funny to me, his impression and the situation. I'm just walking around my par apartment going, that fucking knapsack. Get rid of the fucking knapsack. Oh, dude. It, it's it's a spot on. I, that's one thing I really admire in people. <laughs> when they can do a spot on impression. You do an Obama impression in front of me, I'm, I'm starstruck. It's not hard for me. <laughs> it doesn't take much. Um, <clears throat> oh, speaking of Obama, I don't know if you guys have seen this. This is n None of this is on my notes, by the way. This is just shit I've been thinking about all week that I... I want to tell you guys about because I've been curious about this shit. I, I just can't. It's unbelievable what the Internet will do sometimes. So they're basically saying Michelle Obama is some dude that um, Barack knew, you know, growing up, another boy named Big Mike. So they keep showing all these pictures of like Michelle Obama with her, you know, like her head shaved no earrings, you know, as a younger person, maybe as a 13, 14 year old. And you're like, oh my God, that's a fucking, there's another video. And see, I don't believe any of this, by the way. I'm only saying it because I, it's outrageous. I don't believe any of this. Let me just throw that out there. But there's another video of Barack and Michelle getting off the, you know, presidential plane. 
at one point in time, as they did many, many times over his career in the White House. And Michelle's wearing a dress, you know, they're holding hands, they're coming down, taking, you know, left foot is stepping together, right foot stepping together, you know, they're walking in sync. Um, <clears throat> and uh, they're, you know, it's not like a close up of M Michelle Obama's dress, but there's like you know, something bouncing around down there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know that, and I don't believe this, dude. I don't like with how easily. I can be tricked on the internet. I'm not buying it. You know, like, I can't tell if things are CGI anymore. I can't. I don't know what's real and fucking fake. There was that one video where it was this guy in this chair on this big, like a big slingshot in some foreign country. And they, it's called like the, the ride of the gods or something like that. And they shoot him with no seatbelt. Like he... He flies out of the chair across the fucking, across the city. And it's like, if I, I could believe it, I was like, holy shit, you know, this could be real, but I'm not going to buy it as if it's real. But I don't definitely know anymore that this isn't real. First off, there's crazy fucking people everywhere. Second off, you got people who are masters at editing videos you know, editing pictures, all that sh I, j I don't know who to believe anymore, but this is one I don't believe. It's just outrageous to me. I can't believe they're disrespecting her like that, you know? Um, <clears throat> and it's one of those things you'll never know. You'll never know for sure unless Michelle Obama comes out and says, okay, you guys got us. I used to be, you know, and that's never going to happen. Even if it is true, which I don't believe it is true. But, I mean, people just will do anything to discredit. Um, and, and it doesn't even matter anymore. He's not even the fucking president anymore. This is how fucking petty we are. It doesn't matter anymore. If you would have said all this shit, and maybe there were people saying all this shit during, which doesn't make it true, you know. Um, but as you just look at those people and you say they're just trying to discredit them as human beings. And even if it were true, I get it. You shouldn't have lied. But that's their lives. You know, that's none of your fucking business. If Michelle, Michelle's got one or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's If they're fucking happy and they're running the country to the best of their ability, fuck off. You know, that's what I say. I don't know. What do I know? Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. So anyways, getting into the sports. Boy, oh boy, did I watch some sports this weekend. I told you uh, as soon as the NHL ended, the uh, the baseball bug was going to bite me, and it, it's bit multiple times. Uh, but we're going to start with UFC. There were some great fucking fights yesterday, and I'm going to try not to butcher everybody's name. Uh, the three that stuck out to me the most was Rebecca versus... Rodzabov, that's the best I can do on your name there, guys, sorry. Uh, Rebus versus Barber, two females going at it. And the uh, the main event, uh, I guess the co-main event, was Rebus Barber. And the main event is uh, Tapuria and versus Emmett. Uh, now, in that, in that one of those first ones, Rebecca versus uh, Rod, Rodzabov, excuse me. It's really hard to say these names sometimes. Um... Rebecca 
with the leg kicks. Dude, you know when you kick someone's leg, if they're still standing there after in the same position they were in when you kicked them, you know it hurt. But, um, you know, they're still standing there. They're still coming forward. This dude was kicking Rodzabov so fucking hard throughout the fight. That it's like, as soon as the guy would get kicked, he'd like spin him around. You know, like he didn't want to have his feet, Rodzabob didn't want to have his feet attached to the floor anymore while being kicked. I mean, it's like kicking a post, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a heavier shot if your, if your leg is fixed to the ground in a, in a sense. Uh, so anyways, like half of the fight through, he just started getting kicked in the leg and he'd just like do a whole spin move. You know, it was like a practice dummy for Rebecca. He'd kick the fucking, you know, you've seen those wooden things that the, uh, I can't even think of what the style is. Chi, something chi. Oh my God. It's Bruce Lee's fucking original style. Wing Chun. It's not chi, it's chun, you stupid ass. Um, hey. So have you seen those, uh, uh those Wing Chun, uh, it's like a wooden post. It's got like arms on it. It's got a head. It's got two more arms down below. And you basically just like, and some of these will spin too. If you hit a post, it'll spin around. You got to block it. You got to do it, you know, whatever. Like, I mean, that's basically uh, what Rodzabov was turned into was one of those punching posts and kicking posts. You know, I, I, I would almost bet that Rebecca goes home and kicks trees. You know what I mean? Like that's how fucking brutal. If you've ever seen um, Joe Rogan throw a kick, I mean, that's uh, full body. I'm throwing all of my weight and body and momentum into this kick. I mean, he's just kicking the shit, the shit out of him. Um, so, Rebecca wins by TKO. Rebus versus Barber. Um, for the fight that both of the... This was the fight of the night, in my opinion. For, I mean, these bitches and I say bitches politely because I would not mess with either of you bitches I, so I, listen when I say <laughs> when I say bitches I mean it in the most respectable like it's like calling you a hard ass at this point you know so if I'm calling you a bitch it's, I mean it's because you're a fucking monster but both of these women I almost said women's both of these women uh, just fucking went at it, dude. Rebus got fucked up. I mean, bleeding. Just getting fucking rocked in the first couple of rounds. And then she comes back on Barber. And now all of a sudden, fucking Barber's bleeding all over the ring. Insert male joke about periods right here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so anyway... Both bloody, both battling. It was just a back and forth, and Barber ended up coming out on top. Uh, the the thing that really sent Barber over the edge was the, the leg kicks to the fucking head, dude. I mean, I'm talking shin bone on cranium. I mean, you could hear the slap. I mean, imagine catching that to the bridge of the nose. Someone's shin to the bridge of your fucking... I'm pretty sure Rebus did <laughs> catch a couple to the bridge of the nose. Um, it was just incredible. And, and, and the reason I'm so stunned by this fight 
was because, um, like I said, at first, you know, Re Rebus is busted open, you know, and it, it's like people see that from the outside, probably judges in some sense see that and they go, oh, this fight's over. Oh, this fighter's losing. And it's like she came back to prove that a cut doesn't equal an ended fight. And I love that. I love that she battled back. She didn't let it bother her. It's part of the fight game. And she came back to bust open, um, <clears throat> what's her name, Barber. You know, she did eventually bust her open too. So, I mean, they were just a bloody fucking mess in the ring. And both of them not willing to give up. Just Barber with those those head kicks. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. She's a tough fucking bitch, dude. They're both tough bitches, with all due respect. Um, <clears throat> so that was the co-main event. In the main event, uh, Tapuria versus Emmett. Emmett, um, all the heart in the world. Even though he lost, I believe it was a TKO. Um, dude was looking like fucking, <laughs> fucking sloth from the Goonies there at the end dude his ear was swollen up i mean his face was just looked like it got stung by 15 different bees bleeding bruised um but he wouldn't quit and, and that's what i liked about him even though he did lose he wouldn't fucking he wouldn't stop coming you know and his his, his corner every round is like he's never felt power like this before you gotta put him down and and he tried dude he tried he tried he tried um, Taporia, um, he, he did his best. I don't know if you guys remember, but I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, probably a month ago. Uh, Wonder Boy. That's the first time I ever saw Wonder Boy fight in the UFC, like a month ago. And Taporia did his best Wonder Boy. I mean, it was a fucking masterclass, dude. Uh, they talked a lot about boxing during this fight because that's exactly what he was doing. Uh, which I admire a lot. <clears throat> I love the strategy. You know, when I play my little my little video game, I literally, if you go watch the Taporia fight, I literally do the same thing with my character. I jump in, throw a shot, jump out, wait for them to jump in, counter their shot, jump in again, throw a shot. And so I'm just constantly hitting them. You know, and Taporia, dude, doing it with, he did it mostly with his hands. Uh, which is, you know, boxing. But he he threw some leg kicks in there too. He had, I think, three takedowns in the last round alone. Um, so, yeah, he won the fight. Unanimous decision. Or maybe it was a TKO because he was on top of him at one point pounding him. I think it might have been a TKO. Um, dude, I've never seen him fight before. I'm a fucking fan. There was nothing as strong as Emmett was, as hard as Emmett threw, you know, um, there was nothing he could do. I mean, Taporia was just, I mean, it's like you watch those Vasilevsky, you know, boxing videos and he's, and they call him the matrix for a, a reason. He's flashing over here. He's flashing over there. He's pulling back. He's pushing forward. I mean, you just don't know where he's going. And I mean, Taporia danced around him the whole fucking time, just landing shot after shot. Not to say he didn't get hit. He definitely got hit, but he did way more damage than he took. So, uh, great, great round of fights yesterday. I'm glad I got to see them for once instead of, 
you know, falling asleep and then I wake up and it's the last fight. Um, so let's take a drink to that. Great UFC yesterday. Um, here's my video of the week. I saw, I think I retweeted this on Twitter. Um, this guy, this man bought and paid for, you know, a, a single ticket for, for a cruise. And it turns out, for whatever reason, I don't know how it happened. And I don't think really anyone knows how it happened. But basically, it's just him on the fucking cruise. It's, it's literally, he was sitting in the hot tub making this video for social media. He's sitting in the hot tub with something to drink in his hands. He's like, this giant screen back there playing the movie, that's for me. He's like, they still have the live shows going on that they do normally. Um, this whole crew is waiting on me hand and foot. And it's just me. It was just him by himself with the crew all waiting on him for the entire cruise. Now, I, I'm, I am afraid of cruises. I am afraid to go that far away from land out in the ocean. I mean, we've all seen Titanic, you know. Uh, there was a modern boat the other day that I saw that hit just a, a random rock in the ocean. They didn't see it was there, and it sunk the fucking ship. I, I, it scares me. It scares me a lot. But if they sold me a ticket saying you're going to be the only one on the cruise, just you and the crew, I would fucking do it. I would go alone. I would have the time of my fucking life. Um just being fucking pampered, dude. I'd be at the massage place every other fucking day. <laughs> Excuse me. Multiple lines at the buffet, you know, just going back. The movie. I mean, I would have hooked up. I, do you guys have an Xbox on here? Let me hook it up to this giant screen and play. I'm going to stream live from this cruise ship in the Caribbean or wherever the fuck they were. How amazing is that? And And also, how does that happen? Like you gotta know, as the company, the company doing the cruise, there's a, we, sir, we've only sold one ticket. Are you sure we should leave? <laughs> They're like, yep, we have to leave today. That's the rules. Um, which you know, I bet the crew likes too because it's like so much less work. Instead of taking care of three hundred people, it's just one. You do it in shifts. Easy money, baby. Uh, so cheers to that guy. Having that, hopefully you made it back safe. Um, and I know he had a fucking the uh, time of his life. Um, cheers to that guy. Um, uh, what else? Oh, before we move on, move on too much. I do want to say this about the UFC. I meant to mention this when I started. Um, uh, is there anything, I, I mentioned this on Twitter too. Is there anything we can do about the gloves? There were two fights yesterday where there were eye gouges and they were unintentional of course it wasn't a strategy of the fighter to try to gouge the other person but it happened twice yesterday and the first one I think the guy stopped for like I don't know he got gouged in the eye and then he got kicked in the nuts so he probably had a stoppage of at least 10 minutes in that fight um, and then later on and a, a whole fight was stopped because of an eye gouge. And it was one of the nastiest I think I've ever fucking seen. 
And I'm sorry I'm going to describe this in so much detail. Um, but you have to know what happened and why they actually fucking stopped the fight. So if you look at your hand, you know, there's a tip of your finger, there's knuckle one, there's knuckle two, and then it goes back to your hand. This dude's fingers, his index finger and his middle finger, one was in the left eye, the other was in the right eye, in the eyes. <laughs> and the, the, the middle finger wasn't as deep in the right eye as the left finger but i'm telling you dude that index finger it was down to the second knuckle up in that guy's fucking skull bro it was one of the nastiest fucking things i've ever seen and the guy's like i can't see anymore and that's not good and he just has this fucking blood and just drainage coming oh dude it was brutal so i know they need the gloves without the fingertips for grappling purposes but <clears throat> is there anything else we could do you know what if you had a glove with independent fingers you know what i mean i, I think that would be less to less prone from someone's finger going in someone's eye socket it was disgusting i mean they slowed it down and they paused it that's how i know so much about it and all the details um, uh, it was the, probably the worst eye gouge I've ever seen. And it was accidental, but you got to think the guy getting his eye gouge is moving forward while the guy gouging the eyes on accident is also moving forward with his fingers up, you know, and I get it for blocking. Like if, if you have your, your palm open, you know, you kind of have your palms out in front of you. You're kind of using those almost like the practice mitts, you know, that they use in boxing. You're using your palms to kind of catch these punches and knock them away. And, you know, so I get it. Like you need your fingers, like I said, for the grappling. You got to be able to grab on to take somebody down. It's it's hard to know what to do, but there's got to be a better glove um, we can invent maybe. Um, that's that's going to prevent this because that stopped a whole fight. Um, and these, both of these guys, I mean, it's bad for the fighters. It's bad for USC. It's, I mean, it's just bad all around. The fans don't like it. I mean, there are people in the stadium in Jacksonville booing because they wanted to see the fight and it had to be stopped due to a an accidental eye gouge, you know? So, um, I don't know. Think on that. If there's any better gloves they could use in the UFC, send them to me. I want to see what they would look like or a prototype or a, you know, just an idea. I say individual fingers. They got to have individual fingers. You know, sorry, you can't grab as well. Sorry, there's wiggle room. But I, I mean, I mean, would that really stop an eye gouge or would that just have a bigger piece of something going into someone's eye? I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but it sucks and it can stop a fight. And if you bet on that fight, um, yeah, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> you don't win. The house wins. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so uh, one of the coldest replays I've ever seen in my life. I don't know if you guys watched this. The Rangers uh, against the White Sox. And it was one of the worst calls. Matt Hicks on the Texas Rangers radio broadcast. I mean, he didn't let it go. He harped on this call the rest of the fucking game. I mean, and it cost us the game. They said Jonah Heim was blocking the plate. Uh, I guess it was Andrus sliding into home. They said he was blocking the plate, even though, I mean, he was on the back 
corner of the play. You can clearly see in the replay. So the White Sox call for a replay. They send it to New York, and uh, they they say he was blocking the plate, which is, I mean, just a stupid call. Like uh, Matt Hicks brought up a great point. He said they had the opportunity in New York to watch this in slow motion replay and still got it wrong. And they absolutely did get it wrong. I don't know what the aftermath was. I don't know if the MLB came out and said, hey, hey, man, hey, Rangers, like, sorry, man. That was a it was a bum call, man. We're sorry about that, dude. I don't know if they came out and said any of that. But I do know that that was the second game of a three-game series versus the White Sox. And uh, Jonah Heim in that third game hit a home run. This is the coldest fucking, like, taunt I've ever seen. Uh, He hit a home run, and as he's rounding first to second, he does the, you know, take it to New York earmuffs over his ear signal that the the umpires use when there's a challenge on a call. Like, we got to get the earmuffs on, we got to review it. He did that fucking signal call rounding the bases on a home run. And that was... um, that was probably one of the coldest taunts I've ever seen. It was so fucking cool. I watched it about a hundred times because, you know, like like Heim said after that game, we practice this stuff. You know, they, we know the rule. They make us practice this stuff. We practice it religiously to not block the plate so we don't get in trouble, so we don't have a reverse call. You know, just like the situation. He's like, I don't know how to do my job any better than what I did. And, I mean, the answer is you can't. He he executed his job perfectly. They just made a shit call. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we ended up beating the White Sox two out of three games. Um, even though I do love the White Sox, I watched them last night. Elvis Andrus, a walk-off single against the Boston Red Sox. You love to see it. Uh, good job, Elvis. I, I do love the White Sox, just not as much as my Rangers. So I want to tell you guys about this. I, I have a White Sox jinx going. So anytime we, I, and, and, and it's really simple. If you know me, if you've been around me the past couple of years, like literally in person, uh, you know, I love my White Sox hat. I wear my White Sox hat everywhere. When it gets cold, I wear my Chicago Bulls hoodie. I love Chicago. Like I, I love their teams. Um, as long as, you know, they're not beating the shit out of my team. I love their teams. You know, so now I have a White Sox jinx going on. And basically what it is, is the White Sox hat is sitting in my back seat of my car right here. And unwashed. Uh, it's been sitting there since the series started and it's not moving. Unless we lose the next series, uh, my dirty White Sox hat is going to sit back there dirty, not being thrown into the laundry, just baking in the hot summer in my car. Uh, just to continue to throw the White Sox off if it works. You know, that's a weird superstition. Some people, you know, fold their hats inside out and, you know, get the rally hats going. Mine is a dirty hat in my backseat. I'm not wearing it. I'm not touching it. I'm not doing anything with it in hopes that next, you know, however many other times we play the White Sox, um, we'll just beat them, you know? Um, so there's my, there's my baseball jinx. Um, the dirty white hot, uh, white hawks, the, the dirty white socks hat stays in the back seat. Cheers, everybody. Hopefully it works. I don't know.
anyways, um, I got a liquor company, man. I got a liquor company interested in sending in samples. Uh, be looking out for that in the future. I'm going to go uh, sign on to Twitch here today, do a little gaming, you know, do a little social, uh, social media-ing, and uh, just have a chill, relaxed day, man. Happy Sunday, everybody. That's going to do it for me for this episode. As always, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Uh, be safe out there. Cheers. Bottoms up, everybody. All right, guys. I'll talk to you all soon. I love you all. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Bye.